everyone, and welcome to Everything with Jenna. I am Jenna, and thank you so much for listening to my little corner of the podcasting universe. You guys, it is here. It is finally 2021. We've made it. Um, I know, like, um, I guess not really much has changed, right? I mean, it's fun. It was fun that we're like, yay, it's no longer 2020. I just am really hopeful that 2021 isn't like, okay hold my beer or 2020 wasn't like hold my beer 2021 whatever I don't know how that goes but you know what I'm trying to say um but I am excited new year new opportunities 365 days of new chances new opportunities and uh yeah so that's good right I mean I think we're all looking forward to looking forward um I still think we just don't exactly know what to expect uh for 2021 as I record this this is on the 3rd of January so um yeah who knows what the year will bring I don't know I'm a little hesitant not gonna lie a little bit hesitant as to what is going to possibly happen in 2021 but there is some excitement I think in knowing that we are having change whether you're happy about change or upset about change, change is happening, right? So we have uh, a new president-elect who I, I believe is still supposed to be inaugurated on January 20th. I know there's some <laughs> there's some stuff going on with that, but I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. Um, just from what I'm seeing, I don't know. You know, I try not to be political on this podcast. So, um, so that's happening. Um, the vaccine is out. So that's happening. It's been a while since I've talked to you guys because the holidays and normally I take some time off. Uh, I have been off of work since December 18th and I go back to work on Monday, January 4th. Uh, so that's a, that's like more than two weeks that I haven't been working now in all fairness. Of course I have answered some emails and that sort of thing. Um, So I don't know, is that really, but it's not like I've been like at work the whole time, you know, like I'll just check in here and there on things. So, um, I've been busy. I have been busy with the holidays. Uh, didn't do nearly as much stuff as I had anticipated on wanting to do, but I did do some fun stuff. Always unexpected. We have all these plans every year. And if you're a longtime listener to this podcast, which is over a year old now, thank you very much, which is very exciting. Uh, I generally, my husband and I generally say, we're going to binge watch this show. And we did not binge watch again for the like third year in a row. We have not binge watched what we had intended on binge watching. We have so many episodes of The Walking Dead to watch. We have like a whole season that we are behind now. Uh, I just, I don't know. It's a little too real. You know, that's kind of how I feel about it. I feel like it might be just a skosh too real, a little bit too much of a reality check as far as that goes. So I just don't think I want to invite that into my world right now. Like, honestly, so that's a hard pass. Uh, normally I watch This Is Us. I love This Is Us. I have not watched that again for about a year now, uh, about half a year, I guess. So it was the beginning of this last season. We watched like two episodes and I was just sad. And I'm like, you know what? There's too much sadness. And this show is too sad. Like it's one thing to watch things that are sad when like things are good. But it's another thing to watch things are sad when you're like sad. So I mean, and I'm not sad. I just, you know, There's a lot. I just want to watch something happy or whatever. I don't know. So I did watch my husband only. He didn't really watch it, but he kind of like watched bits and pieces while he was reading and surfing on the Internet and whatever. Bridgerton. So if you have not watched Bridgerton, (laughs) I highly recommend if you're someone who likes 
uh, English accents, which I am doing a tremendously horrible job at doing. Uh, also, if you want someone to tell you, they burn for you. So you have got to watch Bridgerton. Um, I would say like the first two episodes are kind of slow getting going. But as you get into it, holy Moses gets like hot. There was some sex and I'm all for it. It was it was good. I enjoyed it. It was it's a little it's interesting. You're like, wait, what? She did. She doesn't understand how that works. So, you know, there's some of that going on, too. So, you know, I really enjoyed it. It's on Netflix. Eight, eight uh, episodes. I'm sure they'll do another season eventually one day. But it was good. It was something fun. Um, the biggest thing that I have to say that I did or that we did um and I know I'm going to be judged pretty harshly on this, so um, I'm prepared for that, but I just have to be real. So on uh, about a week ago, it was actually a week ago, um, my husband and I have been kind of talking about wanting to get another dog. So we thought, you know, we'll look around and see. And we had gone to a few adoption events and things like that. And so we did. And um, we found this little, little tiny Chawini. He was nine. He's eight, nine weeks old. And he just like buried his little head into my arms. And he was just the sweetest little, little Chawini ever in the whole wide world. Wasn't chewing, wasn't doing anything. Um, so needless to say, we adopted a dog, uh, which was really exciting. And then, um, you know, he's a baby and we understood that and everything. But you guys, when I say that this was not good, it was not good. Like it wasn't just typical puppy stuff. Like he could not even fathom going to sleep unless he was laying on my husband's chest because he needed to hear the heartbeat. He was like missing his little siblings because he was like one of three and he just was so depressed and he'd cry and cry and cry and we'd play and we did and we would you know we would play with him and all the whole thing but it just was terrible like he was so sad and we did all kinds of stuff and then the only person like he liked me but typically as typical as was our dog that passed away like love my husband like to the point of like if he got up and because he was only tiny he was so tiny he was one pound like he was tiny tiny we'd get up or my husband would get up and like go into the kitchen and because this dog is so small he couldn't see over the couch he would whine instantly so it got it went from worse to worse to worse to worse because the problem was was that sure we're both off but the reality is, is that we both go back to work on January 4th and he couldn't handle at all being separated from anyone or anything, especially my husband. And he just needed, he needed to have like another dog. Um, I know like they say, well, that's what happens with puppies. And you know, you just have puppy blues because you're, cause you don't want to have to deal with it and la 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 la. And that was not the case at all. The reality was I was just highly concerned that we weren't going to be able to give him the attention that he really needed. Um, because we both work and yes, we both mostly are working from home, but even with that being said, like he had to be like on my husband's chest the entire time or he would play a little bit, but then that was it. If you moved him off, like put him into his bed, he would literally dart back over and get on my husband's chest. If my husband got up, went to the bathroom, this dog went banana ramas. So, and this is only after a few days. So we talked, we thought, we talked and talked and talked and I cried and cried and then we decided to 
um, get back in contact with the rescue. And so we said, we really love this dog. He is so sweet and he's so cute and he's going to be a great dog for somebody else, but he really needs to have, um, another dog to be with. Like he really does, at least for now. And maybe it's because he was so little and whatever. So never in my mind did I ever expect to adopt a dog and return a dog all in the same week. And we did. And I feel so incredibly bad about it, you guys. But on the other side, I know that it's for the best. So um, the place, the foster mom, we took him to the foster mom's house that had had him and his siblings and the mom. So he was like reunited, I think, with his mom. Um, And he's so little, like he's less than a pound. So I almost felt like, and I get he's a tweeny, but like he probably should have not been up for adoption yet. Like he is meant, like, I know mentally he wasn't prepared for it, but I just think, you know, whatever. So he was so happy. He got there. We took him there and instantly like he was kissing the foster mom and he saw the other dog and his tail was like super happy. And so I think we made the right decision. It just wasn't the right it wasn't the right dog for us, even though he's a really great dog. And I think he's going to be great for someone, but just not, you know, he just needs to have another dog and we don't want to have two dogs because we barely can handle when we had one dog. So that was a fun little thing that was really eye opening in that. And I know I'm going to get so much hatred about this, but like we had to do what was right, you know? And, and I think now, like I just, I don't think that we're going to get another dog anytime soon. And unless they make their way to me, um, which is, that's how we got our last dog, Lily. Um, we didn't search her out. She found me, you know, kind of a thing. And, and it kind of just worked the way it did. So I, I don't think we're going to go searching out another animal anytime soon. You never know what's going to happen, but yeah. So if you're a Facebook friend of mine or Instagram follower and you saw that, um, yeah, we little baby Wyatt has gone back and hopefully, will be with a wonderful family that has other, at least one other dog for him to snuggle with and play with and all of that kind of stuff. Because, you know, we had to do what was right for him and for us realistically, but for him, like he was so brokenhearted and I know it'll be like, Oh, Jenny, you didn't give him enough time. Probably not. But the reality is, is like, we knew it wasn't working. So why prolong the inevitable? You know, that was kind of our thoughts. So so that happened. So that was kind of a low, kind of a high and a low at the same time. So that all happened on another, on a positive thing. And this isn't something that I've even posted about at all. So if you're friends of me on social media, you might've seen just a tiny little post, but it wasn't even like it's a post of its own. I did get a new car. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I love my new car very, very much. Um, I love everything about my new car, (laughs) except for the fact that, and this is really funny, is that, so we buy it, I buy it brand new, 2020, um, from the dealership, you know, the whole thing. So two things about just this whole thing in in general is that I, I had a lease. Okay. So I, I've driven Cadillacs for quite a few years now and I had a lease on my last Cadillac because you know, they're Cadillacs and whatever. Well, I was working my old office before I was promoted was like 10 miles, not even five miles from my house. So, okay. Five miles to work from back, whatever lease is like the way to go. I never drive anywhere. Well, we were going to California here and there, but still like overall I was doing okay. And then of course the pandemic hit, um, and I'm at home all the time. So the miles weren't going to be a problem, but they will be a problem because I'm starting to 
travel a little bit more um, for work. Like, for instance, next week I have to go on a trip about two hours away and I'm driving there and I'm driving back. So it's like a hundred and something miles, whatever. So I just, I didn't want to go over my miles. I knew I was going to be close and it, my lease was up in just a few months. And so they kept, Cadillac kept sending me all this stuff, like offer after offer about like, you know, do the pull ahead program, get a new Cadillac, you know, lease another one. And I kept saying like, I don't, and I was looking at them online and what I drove was an XT5, which is the crossover. And I really like it, but I had gone from an SRX to an XT5 and it was a big change as far as like the, the body design and stuff like that. But I just, the XT5, the new ones were like basically the same thing. And I'm like, so I'm getting a new car. I kind of want it like to look a little different. And so I kept looking through all of the GM products and everything like that. And I just was like, you know, meh. I wasn't feeling it, wasn't feeling it at all. So... I went and I bought a different car, a German car, and um, it's actually my dream car. It's a car I've wanted for probably 15 years or so, and I did it, and I was really proud of myself. I did it all by myself. My husband was with me, but um, but like it's just in my name, which my Cadillac was too, but it's just like one of those things where you feel really accomplished because it's just like based off of me and, you know, that kind of stuff. So I feel very accomplished in that. Um, so the thing is, is I feel really guilty about Cadillac because I have driven Cadillacs for a while and the general manager. So way back in the day when I was in advertising, one of my first big clients was the Cadillac dealership here in Las Vegas. And the general manager and I have, you know, kind of stayed in contact like via social media more than anything. And when I was looking the first time I had, I was driving a Nissan Murano and I was, my car had like 90,000 miles on it. And I was like, okay, well, I think it's time to see what I can get. And so I reached out to him and he was like, well, I don't know. Let me see, blah, blah, blah. And they gave me like a really great deal on my first Cadillac, my SRX. And so then um, we were there getting an oil change and one, two, six things led one thing led to another and I ended up getting the XT5, right? So they've always taken very good care of me. Like they have always been a really, really like very kind, very nice. But what I've determined, you guys, and this is something that like, yes, it helps because they gave me a good deal and it because you know someone and I think that there is something to be said about that. But what I've determined is that it's car dealership, right? So they're going to do whatever they want to do anyways, or they're going to do, you know, but I think with like the quote luxury brands, and I'm using quotes, is that they're going to do that regardless because they want you to be advocates for their brand. They're not going to treat you like shit. So I don't know why, but I think it's just like for so many years, I just would buy used cars or whatever, whatever I could afford. And that's totally, I'm not shaming that at all, 0%. But I really think that there, there's a little bit something more to be said when you have like a, you know, brand that they want you to be advocates. They know you're a good customer. They know you're going to pay your bill, you know, all that kind of stuff that you're going to support their brand loud and proud kind of a thing. So needless to say, my car's a 2020. Um, it had like 393 miles on it when I bought it. Um, so it was pretty low miles, I guess. And, um, all of a sudden I start getting this thing. So I've had this car for two weeks and literally it's like, ding, oil changed you. I'm like, what? So then they call me. They're like, hi, this is Caitlin from the so-and-so dealership, blah, blah, blah. Um, you need an oil change. And it kept saying that it said like, or cause 
because this particular brand, you only have to do an oil change once a year. So if you Google it, you know what kind of brand I have. Um, but basically, long story short, they're like, or on the car, like it tells me, it's like, hello, Jenna, because it's, you, you know, it's kind of a little fancy. And uh, it says basically that like, or December 2020. I'm like, okay. So I call or they call me, I call them back. And I'm like, I'm really confused because I literally just bought this car like a week and a half ago. So one, two, six, apparently my person thinks that it's because they didn't reset it appropriately in the system. He's like, they did an oil change before we sold it to you while you were in the finance, like signing all your papers, they did it. And I was like, okay, so I still have to go back out there. But when I go out there, cause this is the Valley Auto Mall and I'm like about 45 minutes away, they're going to fill my car up for, with gas. So I'll just let them do that. That's fine. But hashtag first world problems, right guys? Like, um, I have to go out because they think they might have to do an oil change that is free. And then they're going to fill my car up with gas anyways. So, you know, whatever, but I'm really happy. Um, I, I'm really, you know, I have to say I have mixed feelings about like sharing sometimes some of my happiness just because I know that there's been a lot of really shitty things that happened in 2020 and a lot of people are really hurting and there's a lot of people that don't know how they're gonna put food on the table. And then I'm like, Oh, and I bought a luxury car, you know? So I hope that doesn't sound narcissistic when I say this on this podcast, but it's just the fact, right? So I don't want to like put it all out there either, but I am excited about it. And so I figure maybe if I just like kind of embed it here in this little podcast, I'll be fine. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know, you know, I don't know. Has anyone else been feeling that way? Like where you feel like you can't share some good news just because things are so shitty? Or do you feel like I should be sharing good news? Or, you know, like I just don't want it to come across like I'm, I'm like gloating because I'm really not like I needed to get a new car because my lease was up in a few months and I had to get out of it because I have to travel more and you know, that kind of stuff. So that's kind of what I figured. But um, did I have to buy the car I bought? No, but was it my dream car, my bucket list car, if you can have a bucket list car? Yes, it was. Am I incredibly happy? So excited. I can't even see straight. And every time I go into my garage, I'm like, Oh my God, that's amazing. Yes, that is what I have. So I'm pretty happy about that. But, um, you know, it's just an interesting, interesting little world we're living in, I would say. Uh, speaking of things that I find incredibly interesting. So you guys, um, I have a confession to make. And this confession is something of, um, <laughs> I don't even know. Um, I downloaded TikTok and I downloaded TikTok quite some time ago. Never went on it. I was like, whatever, this is too confusing. I don't care. Well, I don't know. Over this holiday break, for whatever reason, I started like TikToking, so to speak, watching TikToks. And oh my gosh, I spend like hours watching people's videos. I've made two videos, um, but that's about it. And, but I really, really like TikTok a lot. I think people are so clever and I thought it was all like dances and stuff. And then I realized, oh no, there's a whole bunch of other things there, which is pretty awesome. So I really enjoy it. Um, it is talk about something being totally different. It just depends, I guess, on what you're following on TikTok, but, um, but I really enjoy it tremendously. And you know what? I wasn't, I'm not going to apologize for it either. I love TikTok. I think it's so much fun. I thoroughly, highly, highly um, enjoy it. And whether you watch it or not or do it or not, I mean, whatever. But for me, I really found some of my people on there. I mean, you know, not really, but like some of these people, some of the things they say, oh my God, I'm like, that's what I'm thinking. That's who I am. So, so I got that going for me too. So anyways, um, so I guess this is just like a life update, a little bit of a life update. Um, again, I haven't posted because of the holidays and everything like that, but 
it's back to life back to reality. Okay. We don't need to sing that. I'll probably get like copyright infringement. Hopefully not. Um, cause I was singing it poorly, might I add. Um, but anyways, I'm really excited. 2021 is here. I'm excited for the future. I'm excited to see what happens. Um, this year I am excited to continue this podcasting journey with you all. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing again, how this podcast take off, takes off or doesn't take off or just stays on the ground, whatever. I don't, I'm good either way. But with that being said, I hope you all had a wonderful holiday season and I really am excited and wish you a very, very happy new year. So thank you so much for listening. Woo! First podcast of 2021. Bye everyone.